Listen, you probably don't have time to listen to a ton of podcasts or read through dozens of websites or articles because, hey, your interview is probably coming up soon, right? Check out Equipped Essentials, the all-in-one, easy-to-follow digital book that provides you with every tip, framework, and suggestion all in one place. You'll walk away with the nuts and bolts, essentially, that you need. Plus, as a bonus, you'll get a two-page interview prep worksheet, making your prep painless and foolproof. Just follow the steps right on there. Head on over to equippedinterview.com forward slash books and put all the guesswork behind you. Get your copy of Equipped Essentials today. Equippedinterview.com forward slash books. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Equipped Interview Podcast. After 15 years of being interviewed and interviewing others, I'm here to build your confidence, help you stand out, and get that dream job. I'm your host, Joshua Tinky, and this is Episode 7. All right, today's episode is all about how to answer that magical question, why should I hire you? So stay tuned to learn why it's important to prep for this, even whether you actually get this question or not. But first, today's podcast is brought to you by my free resource, the Interview Prep Quick Start Guide. Do you need a kickstart to your interview prep or just not sure where to start in general? Check out this easy-to-follow worksheet that walks you through the foundational but most critical steps to get yourself ready for an interview. You'll walk away with a clear picture of how ready you are and what steps to take next to be fully prepared. Just head on over to equippedinterview.com forward slash start and download your free guide, the Interview Prep Quick Start Guide, equippedinterview.com forward slash start. Okay, so here's what I'm going to cover today, just to give you a quick lay of the land here. I'm going to cover why this question, why should I hire you, why this question is important, three reasons you should prep for this question no matter what, four steps to prepare to actually nail your answer. So that's kind of the the bulk of things here. What I hope you walk away with today is those four steps, how you should prepare for this. And then I have, I think, at least one question um, that I want to answer of questions that are frequently asked that I have been asked recently, and I'm going to give you the answer to it today. So let's dive in. Why is this important? And let's be honest, you you may be asked this question directly, you may not. Either way, I want you to prepare for this answer head on. So even if you aren't asked directly, preparing for it is definitely going to be wildly helpful to you when answering other questions about your your skills, your experience. I found even if you even if you don't get asked this, but you prepare for the question why should I hire you in the way that I'm going to I'm going to recommend that you do. You might even accidentally answer other questions really well because of your mindset and how you've thought about what you bring to the table. So that's one of the main reasons. Whether you get asked this question directly head on, great, you'll be prepared. Or if you don't, it's going to filter in to your language and how you approach other answers to your questions during the course of the interview. So the good news is there are some easy ways for you to get ready and help yourself stand out along the way. I want to first give you a quick story that I remember the first time I was asked this head on. I, uh, I was interviewing for my first leadership position and after an otherwise pretty typical interview, the hiring manager said, all right, Josh, here it is. Here's the million dollar question. Why should I hire you? And she used that language, the million dollar question. So this can really catch people off guard from what I found. I do a lot of interviews, as I mentioned, and usually one of two things is what I see when I ask. I actually usually ask some version of that if it's that directly or some other way, but oftentimes candidates will will respond in a way that looks like they're surprised by the question and fumble around for a minute or two, or they kind of knew it was coming, but hadn't really thought through what they'd actually say if they got the question. So fortunately, in my case, when I was asked years ago, I was prepared. Um, Prior to the interview, I'd actually found out the remaining candidates in the final interview in the final round were existing leaders 
Um, but I, at the time, had no formal leadership experience. This was going to be my first leadership position. I had the advantage of this was an internal role. I was interviewing within the company, so I had some ways of finding that out. But I, um, I had to really prepare well and, and prepare hard, knowing that this was a what was going on is I was going for kind of what you'd call a every unique or specialty type of leadership position. And I was up against, again, those two existing leaders who had formal leadership experience. I had no formal leadership experience. So I really had to rely on what was unique about me. Why should she hire me? Even though I didn't have what seemed like a a game changer, existing formal leadership experience for this special role. And so as I've reflected on how did I end up answering that question, it, it, I realized what worked and what didn't, and I've tweaked this over the years, but it basically turned into the, the four things I want you to prepare for that I'll talk about in the bulk of this episode today. So that's where a lot of this came from. And as we think also more about why is this important, whether whether you have the kind of intel that I had or in terms of who my potential competition, if you will, who that was or not, it's definitely critical for you to think through a response to this question and not just not just any response. Others will have a response too. You need a good response. A bad response to this question can not only significantly hurt your chances of getting a job offer, it actually hurts some of your other answers to other questions, as I mentioned before. So it's actually better, in my opinion, for you in the course of your your candidacy to actually get this question asked of you directly. I find it to be way more helpful than if I'm not asked when I go into an interview. I, I would much rather get the question because it gives me the perfect opportunity to straight up tell the hiring manager why I think I'm the best fit for the role without feeling like I'm bragging. I get a lot of questions around, Josh, how do I how do I speak confidently about myself, but I don't want to seem arrogant, which is fair. I don't want you to seem arrogant either, but this is a really good opportunity then because the whole point of an interview is to tell them about yourself. So you're kind of are off the hook a little bit in terms of one way of feeling too arrogant, but this is a really great opportunity for you to dive very specifically into what is unique about you, what do you bring to the table that others may not without sounding like you're bragging. You, you also might be thinking, what if I don't even get asked this question? In some cases, you won't, and that's okay. You still need to prepare, as I mentioned, and not, not just in case you get the question, which there's plenty of benefit there, but you might still be thinking, why is it important to prep for this question even if I'm not asked? Don't I already know how to answer this if I'm preparing otherwise? Isn't this overkill? And the short answer is no. Most candidates simply aren't fully prepared to answer this question, even with preparing for other questions in mind, at least not enough to stand out for the right reasons. So many interviewees get this wrong. I don't want you to be among them, which is why I'm going to spend a whole episode talking about not only why this is important, ways, you know, benefits to you, and then how to do it. So focusing on this answer, the answer to this question in your way, the best way of doing it, it's not only going to help you if you're asked, but also, again, prepare you to stand out from your competition across the board from beginning to end of the interview. It will build your confidence and give you clarity throughout the whole interview process. I want you to get this right. So here are three reasons it is critical to be ready to nail this question, even if you don't have to answer it directly. So I'm going to go through these three three quickly here. Reason number one, it's important for you to do this. It will help you gain clarity in your own mind. It will help you gain clarity in your own mind. Think about it. You need you need to be clear to yourself as you, as you think about preparing for a role, why you're a good fit for the role and what you specifically bring to the table. What's your value proposition? Why should they hire you anyway? You better understand the, the answer yourself if you want to clearly articulate it to someone else, especially in, in a time as a, you might be nervous in an interview. So you got to get clear on why you, why should they hire you? Be confident in your answer there. Not just, well, I hope they do, but why, why should they? Separately, this always helps you navigate, as I mentioned, the entire remaining part of the interview. You can always draw from your prep to this answer and help connect the dots for the hiring manager as to why you're the best fit. You get a random question here or there. 
you, I'm sure you'll tie in some piece of why you think you're the best fit. And then if you do get asked this exact question at the end of the interview, great, you're just reinforcing what you've hopefully already shared throughout the course of the, the rest of the interview answers. This kind of clarity always leads to a boost of confidence for you. So reason number two, why should you prepare for this? It's going to help you gain clarity on what skills you offer, not just why you're a good fit and the fact that you'll have clarity, but specifically what skills you offer. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, I want you to take the time to think through what specific skills or experience you bring to a job that helps you respond more succinctly and confidently when you get asked questions like the first one in the interview, typically tell me about yourself or the question that we're talking about now, why should I hire you or any others? I want you to think through the three to five top necessary skills you think the hiring manager needs and bake that into all of your answers, but certainly which of those are very clearly your strengths. Reason number three, this is important to prepare for, is it will force you to understand why you want the job, or if you don't. Why do you want the job? I hope you're thinking about it. I don't want you to just go into an interview. Granted, you may need a job. That could be a reason, but you need to know there are plenty of jobs to apply for. Why this one? Why do you want this job? You need it to come through in your words and on your face, practically. So, you need to show your passion throughout the whole interview process. I've talked about that before. And the, the top three things hiring managers are looking for anyway, or what skills do you have? Or are, do you have the skills I need? Do you have the passion I need? And do I like you? Do I want to work with you? That needs to come across. And if you don't want the job, in almost all cases, the hiring manager will be able to tell. I need you to, to be clear and reflect on, do you want the job? You just might realize that you don't want the job. And that's just as helpful as knowing why you do. So just don't apply. Remove yourself from this process if you don't think you actually want it. All right. So those are the, those are the three reasons why I think uh, it's important to prepare for this no matter what. I'll just briefly re, re, reiterate those. Uh, reason number one, it will help you gain clarity in your own mind. Reason two, it will help you gain clarity on what skills you offer. And reason number three, it will force you to understand why you do or don't want the job. So let's dive into how, how do you actually do this? How, how can you prepare and how should you structure your answer in a way that really helps you stand out, but also helps you answer this in a, in a confident way? So the four steps to doing that are step number one, focus on your skills. So I'm going to dive a little bit more into this. I just mentioned skills, obviously, but I want to dive into this a little bit more. Step number two, focus on your passion and excitement. Step number three, focus on the unique. We'll dive into what that is. And then step number four, focus on making the hiring manager's decision easier. So let's dive into each of those one by one. Those are the four areas I think you should put all together to craft one answer to why should I hire you? Step number one, focus on your skills. So we just talked about this, right? What are the what are the top three to five skills hiring managers are looking for? Which ones do I offer? I hope this is a no-brainer by now, but I hope you you know what skills they're looking for and why you've applied to the role. I want you to really extract from those skills. What are your top to even if you have five things, five primary skill sets, competencies that you think the hiring manager is looking for, maybe some of their no-brainers, maybe they're more specific to this role. What are the maybe one or two that really stand out for you? There's something unique about me that I can dive into as to what I bring to the table here. Focus on those couple. Make sure that what you talk about in your talk track around why should I hire you, it better include at least something from that list of the skills the hiring manager is looking for. Otherwise, what's the point? Why are you even answering the question? I, I don't, this, this allows you to be more specific in your answer. There are times when I ask this question around why should I hire you or why should I pick you over some of your competition or what do you bring to the table? Sometimes I get very generic sounding answers. Something like, you know, I, I think my experience here, actually, it's more like this. I think my experience and my background really makes me a good candidate. Okay. My experience and background. Great. What about them? 
that's an example of being way too generic. Great, your experience and background. That does not help me make a hiring decision. What about your experience? What about your background? That's the kind of thing where you need to be as specific as humanly possible to dive into. So that's skills. I'm going to add on to this something too is what are your strengths? And your strength might be one of the skills that they need. But I'm going to take, I want you to take this a little bit further and add a little bit of credibility behind what you're saying. So let's say you have a three to five skills that you want to really highlight. And how do you, how do you bolster that or add a credibility? Like I said, hopefully one of those one or a few of them of the skills that you're going to highlight are your strengths. And how do you, beyond your own words, how do you add a little bit of credibility to the fact that they in fact are your strengths and you're not just saying that if you have if you've taken any kind of personality assessment, you can use that. Myers-Briggs, you can talk about something that you learned about your own, yourself in taking one of those personality assessments. There's a 16 personalities quiz you can take online. I think it's 16personalities.com. Myers-Briggs might be a little more involved, but it's, it's very similar. I would highly recommend though, on top of anything you do there on personality tests is take the strengths finder assessment. You can look that up on Amazon. There's books. You typically have to buy a book to get the assessment, but highly recommend it or anyone going through the job process, the Strengths Finder assessment. I'll include a link to that in, in my show notes if you want to just hop on over there. But what you'll do is you'll take this assessment and you'll receive your top five strengths of a certain number of 30 plus strengths. They're all strengths. They're not some strengths and some, some weaknesses. They're all strengths. So which of, what are your top five? And I'll give you an example. One of my top five is, is called Achiever. Another one of my top five is called developer. Another one is learner. And so what the, you can learn what those definitions are. Some of them are pretty obvious, such as a developer. I enjoy developing others. Um, learner, I love to absorb and learn as much as I can about something and learn all the time, always gathering new information. So if I'm going into a leadership position and I get asked, hey, why should I hire you? I'm going to really want to talk about my strengths and my the skills and how they align. They're, as, a, as a hiring manager of a leader, they're looking for someone who can develop others, right? What am I going to say? Well, guess what? Not only have I had this and shown you during the interview, this experience of developing others, one of my top five strengths on the StrengthsFinder assessment that you're probably familiar with is developer. And, I've, and here's how I've used it. So that adds some credibility behind you. You're not just saying that you like developing people and you're a good developer, you're you're adding a little bit of, it's not the end all be all, but a little bit of science behind what you're trying to get across and add some extra extra emphasis and credibility um, behind what you're saying. So I highly recommend StrengthsFinder assessment. Use that as part of your why should I hire you talk track. So that's the first step that I, I think you really need to include no matter what is focus on your skills and strengths and add value there. Step number two is focus on your passion and excitement. You need to remind them in this, why should I hire you answer that you're not just here. You're not just showing up. You're actually very excited. Why you need to think through, why do I want the job? What is the, What is it about the specific role, the organization, the industry that attracted me to apply? And then be specific. Just articulate that back to them. Talk about your skills and then say, you know what? I'm not just, I don't just have the skill. I could do this anywhere. I'm choosing to come here and here's why. I can't, I can't think of a better place to do, to use my skill set is here and here's why. Talk about why it excites you, what really fires you up. And use some of that, use some of that language to really talk through this opportunity and why you'll have passion even once the kind of new job feel wears off a little bit and you'll still have excitement there. So step number three, focus on the unique. So skills, passion, and now unique. What does that really mean? Think about this. What specific needs does the hiring manager have? This could be um, a specific skill the team is lacking. It could be a personality fit that the team needs. It could be a particular type of experience unique to this team in this time. Ask someone in the organization. Reread the job description. 
ask the recruiter, find out something here, then write it down. Search on LinkedIn. You got, you got to find something if you want to be have the strongest answer to this question. You may not know everything. If it's an internal job, you're within your own organization, you'll probably know something. You have to know something about the job that is unique to this and that you bring to the table. If you're coming in externally from outside this organization, this company, you'll have a little bit more digging to do, but you got to find something out about it or, or make a, an educated guess. Educated assumptions are fine here. You might even say something like, you know, if I'm in your shoes as a hiring manager, you're in this situation this time of year, this this cycle in your, your business, et cetera, you're probably looking for XYZ type of person, or I know your team is this size and here's, I know you're hiring for this position, so it's a need. Here's why I think I fill that. So something unique something unique that there's a need out there. So that's focusing on the hiring manager. But on the flip side, what specific skills do you uniquely offer? Think about yourself. This could be a unique combination of experience and skill that you bring to the table, or it could be a connection or network that you bring with you from prior jobs, prior organizations, prior community that you've been involved with. Maybe this is your second career and you bring a wealth of knowledge from a separate or uh, related industry, anything. Write something down that all or most other candidates won't have. You don't have to have a laundry list here. This is just something that is unique to you. It can be one thing, but you need to think about it and you need to make sure that they hear it as a hiring manager. Connect those dots. Make sure you talk about your skills, your passion, but what is unique to you that all, most others may not have. I'll go back to my example. I told the story of my first leadership position. I was up against two existing leaders and I had no formal leadership experience. One, I knew since, again, I had the advantage of in applying internally and, and looking for a role within my same organization, but I knew that there was, a, there was an initiative within the department I was hoping to join where I knew I felt I could bring a lot of value given my, the, the role that I was in. It was a more technical role. And I mentioned how, hey, you have, you have two leaders that you're considering to hire over me. Here's what I say. I brought in my strengths from the, the strengths finder that I talked about. I'm a learner. I learn very quickly. Here's how I've done this in the past. You know, I gave a couple examples that I learned very quickly. So guess what? In 90 days, I'll be fully up to speed. Not only will you have a leader just like that with, you'll have a leader with me just like you would with them. But on top of that, you'll also have, and I went into the details of the technical knowledge that I brought to the table. So that there's, there was more to it. That's a very short condensed version of it. And I, I mentioned obviously a few other things, but that was the crux of my argument. You'll have a leader in you know, I'll get up to speed very quickly. Here's how I've done that. Um, I'm a learner. I added that credibility in there. And then I also bring the, the technical side of things that you're going to have on top of then a leader if you hire me instead of them. Long story short, I, I was hired for that position. And that's why I think this worked. And she told me afterwards that it was a very compelling argument. So I wanted to make sure that I brought that into this here. So step four, focus on making the hiring manager's decision easier. You may not really think about this, but the hiring manager has risk too. They might be thinking, man, what if I make the wrong decision? Or I like this candidate, but what if I overlook something in the interview process? Or there's an unknown that they, they just can't figure out. I want you to make the decision easier. Remove some of the common risks and hesitations out of their mind. Get it out of their mind. And let me give you a couple examples of what that could be. For example, share why you will learn quickly. Making it making up that learning curve faster than other candidates. This is kind of a, one of the routes that I took with the example I just gave. You could explain how your unique background means they don't have to train you on a particular system or software or terminology or, or whatever it is for you, you know, certain discipline. There, there are things that you bring to the table. It might not need to be said in some cases, but this is the time you need to bring it out. Like, just a quick reminder, I already have this certification. I already have this degree. I already have X, Y, or Z or this experience. You're not going to have to train me on that. It won't cost you anything. You won't have to do that. 
Another example is share how you transitioned seamless, seamlessly into a previous role, making things easier on your former manager. You could give an example of how you made things super simple and easy for a prior manager or feedback that they had for you where they wished that, you know, it was, it was always as easy as you made it on your hiring manager. Another example, you could talk about the costs. You know, I kind of mentioned that a second ago, but dive into that. Think about what's on the, the mind of the hiring manager and the risks that they're kind of weighing out of hiring you over someone else, especially if you're coming externally for outside the organization. It feels like a bigger risk to a hiring manager. So try to break down those hurdles, whether it's cost, whether it's risk of team fit. A lot of, a lot of ways you can try to combat that, but think from the hiring manager's perspective and make their life easier. That's one of the best ways that you can nail this answer and have them choose you over someone else. So quick summary, four steps to making sure that you prepare well for this answer, but will also help you throughout your interview, even if you don't get asked this directly. Step one, focus on your skills. Step two, focus on your passion and excitement. Step three, focus on the unique, both the hiring manager's unique needs and then your unique need items that you offer. And then step four, focus on making the hiring manager's decision easier. Now let's put that all together. You have if, if you're working through writing all this down and you go through these steps, you have responses to each of the steps above, put it all together in a single statement. Now write it and rewrite it until you craft a simple response to the question, why should I hire you? And that's all you have to do. Now to make this a little bit easier, I actually put together, if you're still with me on listening to this podcast, um, I forgot to mention earlier, but I put together a, a worksheet that you can use um, to help you kind of walk through those four steps, give you a couple examples, basically what I've talked through here. But it, if you're a visual person, you can take a look at, I'll post that in the show notes. You can also go to equippedinterview.com forward slash free dash resources. That's equippedinterview.com forward slash free dash resources. And it's the first one on there. It's one of my free resources. It's been up there. Um, it's that important that I, I didn't just make it for this podcast. It's available to anybody. Please use it as part of your prep for this answer. Now, just to kind of wrap wrap this up just a little bit here, I do ask this question regularly when interviewing others. I also get asked it still almost every time. I can't think of a time in the last 10 years that I've not been asked it or not asked it in an interview. It's very common um, and I hear it a lot from others get asked this question. You don't want to get caught off guard at any point during an inter interview, but even if you aren't asked this, again, it helps you stand out throughout the process of the interview. One last thing I'll say here is if you're going to answer this question directly, if you do get asked directly, I highly recommend using bullet points, essentially, first for the hiring manager. Here's what I mean. Number things out. So let's say you're fully prepared, you're ready to rock, and you get the exact question, why should I hire you? Make it easy on the hiring manager to write down the most important things. So it could sound something like this. Let's say you have four main reasons. I'm just picking a random number. It could be three, it could be five, I don't know. Let's say you have four, four main points you wanna get across on this question and you get asked, Josh, why should I hire you? You say, I've been thinking a lot about that, of course. I'm really pumped for this role, but I think that it boils down to four main reasons why I believe you should hire me over someone else. Here they are. Number one, boom. Number two, boom. Number three, boom. Number four, boom and then go into detail under each one, but just list out the four in a row. And so hopefully they write those four most important things down, and then you can have a conversation around diving into detail under each one. I actually, that's a broader recommendation I have for you beyond this question. Pull it out as much as you can. Make it easy on the hiring manager. Write out, list out the how many numbers you have. If you have a numbered list, make it a numbered list. Say, I have four things, boom, 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 boom. Makes you seem organized. You've thought it through, thoughtful, intentional, but it also 
practically helps the hiring manager write it down the way you want them to write it down. And then they look back at their notes later and they'll remember more of the important points versus what they happen to write down. If you kind of meandered through your answer, they might not pick up everything. So I highly recommend bulleting out your list for them. All right, today for our frequently asked questions section, I just have one question I think I'll get to today. This is one I also received a few weeks ago. Um, I think it's, an, it's a unique one and it's interesting to talk through. The question is, how can I make an impression in a group interview and come off as confident and eager without looking like I'm trying too hard? That's a great question. I, I don't get a lot of group interview questions that much. So I kind of like this. So I personally have been in a group interview setting before where I'm, you're literally, if you haven't, what it kind of looks like is you're being interviewed among the other candidates at the same time. Now, this might be as part of your overall process. It might be the whole process. It depends on what it looks like for you, but you're in a room with a lot of other people and you have to answer questions and be interviewed in front of others where they're being interviewed in front of you too. There's a group of hiring managers, there's a group of candidates and it's a little awkward, but some people do it. Um, this is years ago, I was part of this process that I was being interviewed as a group candidate. Um, so I'd say two things to answer this question on how to help your help yourself kind of stand out and come off as confident without trying looking like you're trying too hard. First, I, I definitely would just plan ahead. I mean, go into the interview knowing the top skills you want to get across. I talk about the top skills a lot. Make sure you know what those are and why you're excited for the role, what's important, what's unique about you, what's your list of a few things that you want to say before leaving that room, no matter what. Like the basics, makes it's basically don't prepare too much differently than you normally would. That's I'd say that's the first recommendation. The second, and this is more unique to group interviews, pay attention to what other candidates are saying. I, I don't want you to, to, to I don't want you to talk down to or criticize the other candidates. It might be tempting to do that, hoping that the hiring managers will agree with you instead of the other candidate and hire you instead. This is not a political debate. So rather, I'd, I'd want you to build off of what someone else has said and giving it actually maybe even giving them praise or agreeing with their point instead of cutting them down. For example, so-and-so just made a really great point. I've seen in the culture of my organization as well. So sounds like she handled that really well. I'd like to build on that. Here's something I typically add to the situation or here's X, Y, and Z, you know, build on that. I want you, I want you to be seen not only as skilled, um, as excited, but as someone that can work with others, give credit where credit is due while still believing that you have the right mix of skills to get the job. Only a truly confident candidate can acknowledge others' strengths and vocalize them in front of the decision maker. So I think that really will help you stand out and look as conf look confident without belittling or um, harming anyone else's reputation along the way. Well, that's all for today, but let's keep the conversation going. Check out equippedinterview.com. And if you like today's episode, please subscribe and rate the podcast in Apple Podcasts or whatever player you're using. Remember, there is dignity in work, so set yourself up for success. Be intentional and build your confidence to stand out in your next job interview.